don't care if you use this right. ever, but we might as well record it if we're going to sit here and talk. Yeah, I mean, might as well. Uh, it's Red Talk. I'm the habitual button presser, David Josh Rittenauer, and I'm with uh, one-third of the Routinely Off-Topic <laughs> podcast. Also on the Rit Talk channel, Miles Motherfucking Bad a Bitch. So I just thought of this. Um, when he, when Big Daddy Rob's not involved, I feel like our podcast should be called Might As Well. Might as well. That's a good one. That's a good one. We, I mean, I can have a third podcast, I guess. Because we always have super long conversations, usually yeah. by the cars. We could just stand outside and do a podcast. <laughs> Actually, I was told that uh, I should do a podcast while I'm door dashing. Have like two people in the car and then just like a microphone that picks everything up and just talk to people while I'm door dashing. Can you take uh, DoorDash to two different places? Are you allowed to pick multiple things up? Like yeah. Uber Eats. Does? Yeah, it's it's if it's going to like the same location. So yeah, today uh, there's a place called um, a, uh, Avia or something. Like, there's like a pizza place in like uh, Warrendale. Uh, it's like drive 11 miles for 22 bucks. I'm like, yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, I picked up t- both orders and. Uh, Took them to the two different houses. So, okay. Yeah. And sometimes if you're on your way to a place, like say Wendy's, and it's going in the same direction, you'll like, as you're pulling it, we'll get a second one. And it'll tell you how many more miles you have to drive and how much money it would be. Okay. So, so they'll be like, like, there was one, it was like, for $6, if you drive another five miles, we'll give you six bucks. I'm like, nope. I think you need to uh, do this now for me. Set it up. Thank you. You want to do it? Yeah. Okay. I might never do it, but fuck it, right? You should at least you do, it. do it. Whenever you should at you least want. do it the first. You should get us the bonus. Forty-eight was it? Forty-eight hours? It's two hundred eighty orders, I think. In a month, two months. Easy, kind of. So it, uh, I mean, I live in Robinson. I feel like that's pretty fucking easy. Yeah, I mean, let me let me look it up while we're talking here. But it's yeah, I made a hundred dollars in three hours on the on a Saturday, and I didn't even go out for lunch. Yeah, I think I would want to do that. Just like a few runs. Uh, let's see. Let me see the bonus here. DoorDash delivery. Uh, fr- friends and family referral program. This is what I'm looking for. Are you a friend or family? Um, why not both? <laughs> you only receive credits for the first 25 customers. What? Whoa. Okay. Yeah, I'll check it on my phone. But uh, the worst, so the worst I've ever, there's two times I fucked up already that were pretty bad. One, I uh, got Subway. I picked up Subway and took it to a guy's house, and I only grabbed the hoagie, and I didn't know that you were supposed to grab the pop and the chips yourself. Oh. Which is horseshit first. I should have to walk in, get the complete order, mm-hmm. and walk out. And uh, they, uh, <laughs> I get there, and I'm like, oh, there's supposed to be like cookies and like all this shit. And, uh, I just dropped on the dude's doorstep. In my I was like, I'm not turning around for this guy. And then uh, the other time was actually yesterday. I uh, I took I I don't think this was me because I double checked the orders and it said this one needed to go this place and this one go to the other place. But I took the two orders to the diff- to the wrong houses and I got a call back. I got my first one star ever. Oh wow! Yeah, it hurts. That's fucked up. I mean, what, what am I supposed to do? Like, I, I hear, here's the thing. I'm not going to just 
cut my whole after like afternoon like lady call was like you gave me the wrong order and i just go uh okay can you call doordash call the support they'll hook you up you'll probably just get to keep the wrong food which is dope you got smoky bones and they'll get you the new stuff and she's like okay and i got my one star whatever but like some people are like i mean can you go back no i'm not turning around for no money um from the side of the people that work at the place that shit sucks I got a call once. Someone ordered a dozen donuts. Yeah. At 6 p.m. Did I tell you about this? Mm-hmm. And got mad that we gave them the wrong donuts. And called us. I was like, why didn't you cancel the order or something? I was like, I don't, I don't know you. What the fuck am I supposed to call you? I'm like, hey, we don't have strawberry frosted with sprinkles. What else would you like? I don't know your number. It's bullshit. So you would have to average uh, 4.6 deliveries a day to get $1,000. But you're also getting any like probably around twenty three an hour. So if you would get like a perfect like afternoon or like like evening swing shift, like if you got out of work at say you know four, I don't know if that's even possible. Yeah. Let's just pretend. You go DoorDash from five to eight. You make seventy five bucks, and if it's even better, you'd make you know hundred. You just do that a couple times, but yeah, two hundred eighty deliveries in sixty days is actually a lot. It is. But you get 900 extra dollars on top of what you already made. I mean, I feel like that's not terrible. No, I mean... Just do something for me. There we go. Boom. Yeah, just give me your phone. And also, you get mileage. You can just write it off. Like, I have an app called Stride. I just hit, like, start, and GPS tracks me, like, wherever I drive, and it tells me how much money I just got, like, got back. So That's dope. Yeah. So let's get back to the nitty-gritty okay. of what we were talking about on routinely oh. off-topic. Racism? Yeah. When okay. Big Daddy Rob said, <laughs> I feel like growing up with a black best friend is equivalent to dating a black person. Oh. When it comes to being sensitive to racism. And I didn't get a chance to say this to him because we were routinely off topic. Very. But here's the point. Um, when you have a black best friend, you don't ever have to plan on having black children. Yep. Kristen, now and forever, every time I drive somewhere, she not only has to think about, oh, what if Miles gets pulled over and he's big and black and intimidating and he gets shot? She has to think, oh my God, also my children will be black and they have to grow up in this world and all this shit. And then, oh, when me and Miles are out, they give Kristen looks because she's with a black guy. They don't give people looks because they're friends with black people. And then my I got, mom. I got looks a couple times because I was friends with people of color, just in general. But Well, you live in a racist area. Well, that plus I, I am. The, when it comes to a lot of the groups I'm in, I am the odd man out. That's true. <laughs> but like we... Grew up in a predominantly black school district. Mm -hmm. Not like 90, 10, but like 60% of people were probably black. But enough black people. And my mom would still get looks because she had two black kids. Yeah. That's fucking bullshit. So now my mom and my grandparents, I just found out because they texted me after the George Floyd thing. They all worry about me and my brother every single fucking day. 
because we just have to drive places. Yeah. People with black friends don't have to think about that shit. Like you probably don't ever think, oh, Miles might ever might get shot by a cop. I mean, I, I I'm analytical, so I'd probably say more than like the normal white person. But yeah, like, probably it more. But, but like, it's not the same. Doesn't with, like, harp on you like it does like on my, my mom or like my girl. Like if, yeah, if she gets pulled over driving somewhere, like my mom used. To, my mom told me that um, if me and Carl weren't in the house and she heard sirens, she'd be worried that something happened to us. Every single time. That's that's also a low key that's parent thing, though. Yeah, but because if there was a car crash or like if my mom heard sirens or, uh, yeah, like I remember one night I was coming home from a girl I was dating's house and uh, someone hit a pole like right near her house. She called me immediately. She yeah, was like, she was like, "Hey, like that makes I heard sense. a crash. Like, are you are you okay?" Now add on to the every fact day. that it could be the police officer and that killed day, us and every day and the yeah. fact that me and my brother have both had run-ins with the police where we didn't do shit but we were treated horribly because of the skin color carl has one too carl has multiple carl has one where he got charged with uh i think endangerment of a minor because he was driving and there was weed found in the car even though the minor the girl the white girl said that the weed was hers they charged it to carl the hell, man! And then impounded his car, put him in jail for the night, and then made him walk home from East Pittsburgh to Swissville. How far was that? Twenty miles or something? Probably like ten or fifteen. That's insane. Yeah, didn't give him his phone call or anything like that. Just made him walk home. So of course my mom grew up thinking, "Well, we're gonna get fucking murdered," and like, we're not the least intimidating people. And we aren't scared to give attitude back to people we think are wrong. Yeah. So she had to witness that shit too. I mean, so quite, no quite offense. Frankly, you are the scariest black person I know. There we go. No offense to like Big Daddy Rob, who grew up with a black friend, but it doesn't compare at all to having a black spouse, which you now can realize because you are picking up on subtle racisms that you would never see before. And it's like. I don't know if it's because I'm around it more now because it's just always, it's always like a, a, a it's always there. Yeah. I'm with a black girl all the time or, and I was already thinking that way, but now since I'm around it, I'm like more hypersensitive to it. I, I think guess. it's because you're, you're looking for it in a way. I do uh latch on to racy things. Cause there's a, um, so the personality me and you both have, mm-hmm. cause we're the same human. But me and my friend Tone have is we make jokes about racism when we feel racist shit happens. That's a way to not be like, oh, fuck, I'm super pissed about it and shit like that and not get hurt. We just make jokes about it. We went to school. I went to school at Cal. Every time he would visit, we'd go out to eat or something. And Uniontown's racist as fuck. You know this. Yeah, Yeah. You know this. So we would go to the mall and shit. There's a good bit of black people in UT. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We would go to the mall and shit, and I always I would always make a joke to my friend Nate or Kristen or Tone that if I spent too much time in the mall, which is true, my feet hurt for some reason. It does. I could be there for like thirty minutes, my feet would start hurting. Just I could walk around all of fucking Kennywood and my feet not hurt. But I was like, I feel like it's because I'm carrying all the racism and the stares that people. Are, and I would always make <laughs> jokes about that because literally my feet would always hurt. I don't know. But Kristen always like, stop. You just keep calling people racist, blah, 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 blah. And then the further we got along in our relationship, 
the more she started to realize it. And then she got to the point where she was like, holy shit, I see every single look you guys are talking about. Why are you not pissed? And I was like, because the jokes you got mad about is what stops us from being pissed. You have to make jokes about it. Yeah. Or you're just going to want to kill every white person you see. Also, I think jokes just in general take the edge off. Yeah. I've just like, that's why when like, I remember I was, I remember I was playing video games in this, uh, this transgendered person we were playing games with was hypersensitive. Right. And me, I, I first try to like go to, you know, go to their level and say, Hey, like I'm going to talk shit. I just want you to understand that. And I don't have like a lot of like, I have no ill will. Like I just say a lot of things mm-hmm. and she, I, I thought she understood that cause I was just joking, but she took everything like so literal. And I'm like, do you understand that joking about being white or being black or being middle Eastern or anything like that is just a way for all of us to kind of come together and go, we're all just, yeah, we're all just like, we all have our own little quirks that are like our own culture, but like, we're all still together. We're all friends. Like there's this one dude, he's from like he he's from a Middle Eastern family, and my brother called him. Uh, he was just like, "Oh, you just a uh, uh, like like what do you say like a dollar store DJ Khaled or something like that." Oh, where? Yeah, just just to fuck around with him, and he was like, "Oh shit, man!" He's like, he ain't even Muslim. He's like Christian, and and we were and I was just like. I said something to the other day. I was just like, ah, man, the only vest you wear is has bomb strap to it or something like that. <laughs> he was just like, that's so ridiculous. Like, why would you say that? I'm like, you, but you knew I was fucking with him. And I was like, dude, rip into white people as much as you want. We're fucking terrible. They really are. Y'all white, white people are the worst mm-hmm. in the fucking world. But that's, so that that's why I'm okay with talking shit about other races in, in lighthearted ways is because you can come at me as hard as you want because I understand. Yeah. Like, I get it. But we wouldn't even talk shit about white people when we were in Uniontown. We would just, like, make jokes about people around us being racist. Yeah, which is, which is a, I mean, racism is a predominantly white thing. Yeah, but it's like, it was kind of like a way that me and Tone were like, Coping. you notice this? Yeah, I noticed this. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to be like, hey, did you see that white person staring at us and pay less while Kristen was shopping for flip-flops? No. No, it's like, look at all these fucking white people like, oh, look at that nigger over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's way more fun to do, but she fucking hated it until she realized, and then she started doing it with us. Mm -hmm. But that's not anything that someone that just has a black best friend will ever be able to realize. I, uh... It's it's weird dating a girl from a different country though because she didn't grow up with racism so yeah, she's she not weird. she's not overly <laughs> she listens to this shit too so that's you cool to explain I don't that care what up girl <laughs> but, I uh, hope she does listen but uh, how you black and not understand that white people hate you that's weird <laughs> you mean you grew up your entire life and people didn't <laughs> so I'm hate saying you? that's dumb and she's privileged she has <laughs> white privilege in a way. <laughs> she, the white people around her were respectful. White privilege. Yeah, I'm thinking about like making like a comedy bit of like uh, why white people and black people need each other. I don't think anybody needs white people. Eh, the, the one taxes. That, 
like it could be funny like that of course i thought another good one would just be like if i got pulled over because this is what happened is if if i get pulled over and i'm in the passenger seat i can kind of just take over from the passenger seat and go who'd you get pulled over with oh so on the first day with Ore, baby girl uh got that out yeah i have to cut that one out was that 16 minutes okay so with baby girl we were at Prescott and at night so she uh she drove me over because she was too nervous. She didn't know me, so she was too nervous to drive in my car. She said I was a serial killer. Yeah, like I, white people are. And I, well, I said that I only uh, serial kill bohemian women in Erie. Does so, she know that black people don't aren't serial killers? Like, is that a, a known what, thing for like her? There's a couple, right? There's not many. No, they're just murderers. There's one that that was on Mindhunters. That was a real person. Uh huh. He's actually pretty good. He was yeah. like all over. Nope. West. Nope. Nope. When I say. There aren't any. That means less than eighty percent, less than twenty percent. Okay. Well, like rapists are white. Yeah. Yeah, there are probably fourteen percent of people that rape people are black. That's not enough to be like, yeah, black people rape too. Nah, nigga. Like white people aren't good at basketball. Yeah, Kevin Love's pretty good. Kevin's, uh, Kevin Love's but most overplayed. Athlete less than fourteen percent of NBA players are white. Therefore, white people aren't good at basketball. That's what I mean by that. Um. But so we went to Prescott. We were uh, just, you know, looking at the lake. I was trying to throw some moves on, try to get that kiss, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, out of nowhere, whoop, whoop, park, park cop or some cop pulls up. She's in the driver's seat. I'm in the passenger seat. Window rolls down. He's basically like, hey, so uh, what are you guys doing out here tonight? Only looks at me. Weird. I'm in the passenger seat. I'm like, oh, you know, we're out here, you know, just. You know, just talking, date, whatever. And he just goes, do I know you from somewhere? I go, no, sir. I'm not from around here. He goes, I could swear I just I just know you from somewhere. Nope. Okay, well, I could, I, I can't move my finger. I'm like, sir, you, just, you don't know me. Trust me, you don't. He goes, okay, well, you know, y'all, y'all get out of here like the park's closed. Okay. But, so the difference of talking to a black person and a white person about that situation is, is a white person has told me that that wasn't racist. And I go, okay, but it was definitely weird enough to make me consider that it was for the fact that he didn't even talk to the person. It's in the either driver's. racist or sexist. That's the only two options. Yes. How do you not look at her? How do you not ask her? Like she's driving. The funny thing is if this is switched around, like, Fully switch around as in like different couple, me and Kristen instead of you and mm-hmm. baby girl. Yeah. Um, if Kristen was in the driver's seat and I started talking, they'd probably tell me to shut the fuck up because I'm not in the driver's seat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's the passenger's never supposed to talk. So it's either it's because you're white or because you're a man. So one way or another, it's prejudice. Um. Oh, here's another. Since, since I think this is just going to be like the topic of the entire podcast, I'm just going to name it like, like I don't know, racism 2021 or something like that, or uh, educate a white person. <laughs> I do have a question though. Okay, is sexism still a thing? Like, I know corporate sexism with the whole women not being paid equally is still a thing, but like that's only kinda. Because are there? There was plenty of women getting paid more than me. It's oh yeah, absolutely because men dominate the field and they want women i get that well so that that eliminates it though in those fields yeah not 
in the world. The only reason, like one of the main reasons why that that pay discrepancy is, is because w- women take more stable, less paying jobs. That's like true. A, like a coal miner who's like willing to die in 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 like short his lifespan by twenty years. Is, of course, you get paid forty five dollars an yeah, hour. Yeah, I don't know. I couldn't name a position off the top of my head where guys get paid more than girls all the time. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like I maybe I, police officers, but at the same I feel like I wouldn't be surprised if it was police officers. But at the same time, like I have this. Here's where I'm sexist: is that I don't know if women should be cops. <laughs> I'm gonna get in trouble for that, <laughs> and I did before with oh a cousin God, in Ohio. That's fucking hilarious. But like. All right, if a woman is trying to arrest you and you don't want to get arrested, you are going to body her. I don't care what woman it is. It has it had to be a former MMA fighter for you to not And you know what? It could be an MMA fighter. You might still be able just to manhandle. I um It's called manhandling for somewhat, a reason. I somewhat <laughs> agree with that a little bit. Not I'm not, not in the cop form, but in the men fighting women form. Yeah. Cuz like Kristen at a bar show always like the, the one time we were at McFadden's and a girl and a guy were having a full on screaming match outside. Like after the bar, we were in the parking lot and she started yelling over to the guy. like don't fucking talk to her like that. Oh and God. I grabbed Kristen's arm. I was like, stop. And like pulled her a little bit and she got immediately pissed at me because I grabbed her like that, which I mean, we were like six years in like, I wasn't being abusive. I was like, stop before like shit gets real. Yeah. And she was pissed for like a whole day. And then it got to the point where I had to explain to her, one, you don't know what the fuck was going on in that argument. She could have spit in his fucking face and fucked his best friend in the bathroom. He has a right to yell at her. Or she could have been right and he was just being a piece of shit yelling at a girl. But you don't know. One. Two, if he is just a piece of shit yelling at a girl, what's going to stop him? From yelling at you. If he has the audacity to hit his girlfriend, I'm sure he doesn't have a problem to hit, hit a stranger that called him a piece of it's shit. It's also a woman. Yeah. So and my whole point, exactly. My whole point was if it escalates to that point, I'm going to have to whoop this random fucking dude's ass that I had no business being in his business because he wanted to hit you. And she was like, you don't have to fucking fight for me. I'll beat his ass You're myself. Like and I went, but you probably won't. Like, yeah. you might be able to beat his ass and dope for you. But, like, nine times out of ten, the guy's going to win. If he's willing to hit a girl, probably fuck her up. Like, And then I have to fight. And, uh, of course, I'm not going to fight him and be like, I can't believe my girlfriend did this. But, like, why put me in that situation? Yeah. So, I get what you're saying by the whole, if a guy really wants to fuck a female cop up, he probably could, but that's why they got guns. Yeah, but then, and tasers. But, but, but the whole goal is not to kill some people. The difference. The whole goal is not to kill somebody. That's what tasers are for. And tasers don't always work, and they they're more inaccurate. I know. So it's just like, and yeah, you hear you shoot someone with a taser, and the guy just pulls it out and like like just punches you in yeah, the face. It's I get like, it, but like, <sighs> in my experience, um, I think female cops kind of demand more respect with their words. Yeah, 
but I met one that was a fucking absolute cunt up up a cow. I don't even like using that word, I but fuck her. I almost got into a fight because my friend's shirt was kind of pink. And could you have fucked her up if you wanted to? I didn't almost get into a fight with a female cop. No, but like if you wanted to just wreck her shit, could you? Yes. See? But I'm also a very large dude. But if it was a six foot three dude who looks like he works out. (laughs) Well, yeah. You're going to be like, yes, sir. It might be a little pink. To be clear, (laughs) to be clear, I feel like I can beat the shit out of 90% of cops I've ever seen. Wow. I. That's. That's uh And I want you to remember I have worked with multiple police departments closely. Yeah, and have you- gone into drug busts with SWAT before and looked them like, yeah, I could fuck most of these people up. And also I guess you've been uh, uh uh pulled up by the cops and had many men touch your nutsack. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. That was a fun fun day. But anyway, so we were outside at a bar and some drunk dude started talking shit on my friends shirt because it was pink it was salmon colored by the way and i was like so the fuck what and my friend was drunk so he started arguing back and forth and the dude like wanted to fight my friend for wearing a pink shirt and the lady cop broke it up but then hugged the dude because they were friends what yeah and then followed us three blocks to the point where my friend turned around and started saying shit to her like Fuck you, blah, 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 blah. So she was a cunt. Yeah. But I don't know if that's exclusive because she was a girl cop. It's just that one experience with that cop, she's a cunt. I also worked with a female cop at PTC, and she was cool as fuck. And she's a good cop. And she demanded respect with her words. Not like in a bitchy way, but like she was the perfect level of stern and caring that like only mothers can be. Mm-hmm. Probably because she had like three kids. But... I feel like that's that's where female cops win. Which, again... I feel like I, if I got pulled over by a girl cop, I don't think they're going to be racist most of the time. That's true. I wouldn't immediately assume they're racist because they've had to... Girls had to struggle all almost as much as black people. I don't like when girls are like, we struggle just as much. Shut no. the fuck up. You know, I heard a great joke, and this is, again, this will piss people off. Also, remember, I'm just like a mentally challenged dude. That yeah, just yeah, yeah. talks things on microphones. Women can Same. women can be. We should have all women all women cop force. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Do whatever you want. Uh, I'm against that one. <laughs> nah, nah. I'll, you know what? Women are powerful. Like you said, maybe we'll end racism with cops if they're all just women. But uh, I heard a great. Also, my sister's a cop, and she'll beat your ass. It's, yeah, but until she runs into fucking Debo. <laughs> I mean, but it's you. You should be able to beat her ass. Well, maybe. It'd be, it might be close then. No, she'll fuck you up. Oh. It's the one that pulled a knife on a gunfight. That's pretty sick. Yeah, yeah. She'll, she'll fuck you. And, and the one with the gun went, whoa, my bad. <laughs> that was a pussy. I mean, it was brother and sister. Oh, okay. I'm sure he didn't want to kill his sister, but I'm sure he saw in her eyes. I don't give a fuck if you're my brother or not. Um, I heard a, I heard a, I heard a terrible, terrible joke that it was funny was that you know women earned their right to vote but men had to vote that vote in <laughs> so men actually helped the women the most by letting, yeah but uh so i have a good uh you know women were able to vote before black people yeah you're also what five six of a person what was the yeah some shit like that yeah 
It's crazy. You, how how do you how do you sit at like a at a table and go, all right, so we're gonna let them vote. But we need six of these guys to make yeah. one happen yeah. or whatever. It's like, oy. okay. Here's the real problem. Okay, so I'm. I don't consider myself a feminist because I don't really know what that is. Mm-hmm. And most females I know that call themselves feminists piss me off. So you're not that. But I'm all for equal rights. Yeah, naturally. Um. Not every feminist I know, because my mom's a feminist, and she's the least racist person in the world and would fight for my rights over anything. But my mother-in-law now literally was like, why is it black lives matter, not all lives matter? And I said, the same reason you're fighting for women's rights and not all rights. And she could not grasp what the fuck I was meaning. I'm like, "Um, I feel like you... It should be written into the law that you cannot be a feminist and say all lives matter. Yeah. You cannot be like, women want rights and be like, all lives matter. It's like, um, stop saying women then. It's not the same thing. Humans want rights and all lives matter. Cool. You sound dumb as fuck, but cool. That's my problem with feminism, but that's just like a bias thing because all the feminists I know want to say all rights matter, all lives matter. So, so let's do let's do some some uh, yeah, like education here because I've gotten the all lives matter thing a few times. So literally, like break it down. Like, why is that even a thing? Why is all lives matter a thing? Yeah, because uh, racist people want to be dumb without sounding racist. So it's it, literally the only way you can say fuck Black Lives Matter without sounding racist immediately. Black people will think you're racist for saying it, but other people will be like, you know what? All lives might just matter. Yeah, it takes away from the, the black struggle, if you will. It's literally, I mean, you've heard comedians say it multiple different ways. It's the same thing as saying all buildings matter yep. when people talk about 9-11. Yeah. It's the same way as saying go and walk in into someone's funeral and be like, no, don't cry about this death. All deaths matter. Like, I don't give a fuck if your dad died. Why are you crying? All deaths matter equally. Nope, not how it works. To black people, we're not saying my life matters more than yours. We're saying, why can't my life matter as much? Because it clearly doesn't in the system. Yeah. Well, actually, like in the in some places, just in general, like people are just pricks. Yeah, yeah, pretty so, much everywhere where all lives matter is spoken, they think that black people's lives matter less. Every single person that says all lives matter thinks black people lives matter less. Every single individual who has ever said that and meant it. I was going to ask you why do you think that is, just to go further down, but it's just because they're racist. Yeah, yeah, it's not. They're not saying, you know what, Black Lives Matter. Also, I would be ma- I would be perfectly fine if someone was like, it's not Black Lives Matter. It's like it's Black Lives Matter too, or also I'm like, all right, yep, yep, that's what we're saying. <laughs> but it's always no. It's all lives matter. Why do you have to? And then the f- <sighs> the worst one is Blue Lives Matter. <laughs> oh, yeah. I hate that shit. There's no such thing as a blue life. None whatsoever no martians here no single person in the entire universe has been born a cop we're blue nope no one 
is born with a badge. Said Batman. You choose to do that. And I don't like, I was just talking to Kristen about this the other day. I don't like that police are in a brotherhood where they have each other's backs no matter what. Like, oh, you shot that dude? I'll help you cover it up. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine that in any other fucking occupation? Like, imagine if I was like, you know what? I fuck with Josh, but a Duncan dude just shot him in the chest, and Duncan Donuts is a brotherhood. I got his back. Let me plant some shit on Josh. Yeah. What? Sprinkle some crack on him. It's a job. I don't understand it. Oh, no. At all. I mean, I get it. Like, I get having that rapport with your partner, the person you go out with every day risking your life with. Yeah, yeah. I get that. But you're a cop in Pittsburgh, and you're like, nah, the cop in New York didn't do shit wrong. You never fucking met. He could be a complete piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get it at all, and it's dumb to me. Same with the military, and same with fraternities. Yeah, just because you're a bunch of dorks and a fucking they're not. Yeah, you join the same organization. Bunch of broskies and a yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Good job. Get drunk and like I don't know, dose women because that's I just feel like every fraternity is just a. This is all obviously not true, but I just feel like fraternities are sleazy like that. At least back in the day, they were. Uh no, I generally agree with you. I so, don't like fraternities. I have another you buy friends. I have another good. Uh, education question even though we've talked about before me and you just personally is uh how were you brought up recognizing racism um and how were you educated on like dealing with it from like parents or close family or weirdly enough i wasn't okay um i think probably because my mom realized she couldn't be the person that teaches us that because she's a white woman Mm mm-hmm and weirdly enough, I didn't realize race was a thing. Like I had, I have things that happen in my life that I look back on and go, oh shit, that's why. Sometimes from me, like Boy Scouts, I joined Boy Scouts for one day, went meeting. For some reason, I was like, this shit just is not fucking for me. Literally like 10 years later, I was like, oh my God, it's because every single person was white besides me. I didn't realize it, but I just felt so out of place, which is weird because it's a bunch of, what, seven-year-olds yeah, wanting to learn how to tie knots. But for some reason, I felt out of place. And then in the future, I was like, oh, that's because every single other person was white. Hmm. But, like, there's that. My mom never harped on we're different and shit like that or we're going to be treated different like that. I just kind of grew up into it. So, I don't know if that's better or worse, but I think it, I would assume it's better. I, it's not good, obviously, regardless, yeah, but no. like it's probably better that way because like you just slowly become more and more uncomfortable. With, yeah. With like certain situations or like, why is like, why is everyone fucking looking at me? I can actually think back to me growing into my blackness. Okay. Like I call myself as a kid white. Okay. Like, I was super fucking white as a kid. I mean, I have black friends. But I was definitely the whitest out of all of them, of, or, easily. Or even in the sense of, like, there's, like, a purity of being a kid. Like yeah. You don't get the, like, it, it's the same thing with um, getting, like, peer pressure at school. Or, like, remember, like, when the first kid, like, makes fun of you somehow. And then, like, then all of a sudden your brain just realizes, like, you're not good enough in all these different ways. And then that sparks, right? Yep. Like, people go, like, I don't know, I'm sure Liam goes through that or something like that. 
Yeah, whatever. Probably. Yeah. They don't know. Um, so like, I also feel like so there's a stereotype about uh, black people, black parents being more strict. I don't know if you ever heard that stereotype. No. I've grown up with it. My best friend as a kid called his mom sir and ma'am. Is that T? No, it was Joe. But like, um, I never understood it, and then I felt like it was more of a that's how you have to talk to other people to stay safe. You have to learn to talk to authority as sir and ma'am. So when a fucking cop pulls up, you'll say sir and ma'am, and it'll just be second nature to you. Yeah, I was always, I was always taught to really respect older people. So like now even like when I'm on the phone like with a recruiter or something trying to find a job, I'll be like, Thank you, sir. Like, I'll talk to you later, have a good one. Like I I mean I'm, i always say sir or like or I was in an interview and I called this lady ma'am like over and over. Yes, ma'am. Yep, yes, ma'am. I have a huge problem with that. You're not good at it? No, I'm terrible at it. No. I just found out why last like two days ago. Why? Because Kristen and my, me, Kristen and my mom were on the phone. Like me and Kristen were in the car driving. And they were talking about having kids and shit and Kristen was talking about how hard it must have been for my mom to raise me yeah because of the whole one I'm on the spectrum two I love to argue love to argue yep and what I found out was because I knew I had that now but my mom said I always liked being like authority in charge like the decision maker and I've realized throughout my life every authority figure I've ever had I've always questioned in my head so it's hard for me to call someone sir if I don't know they deserve it and oh yeah it's weird so I can't just go like this guy a person that's interviewing me I can't be like yes sir because in my head I probably think I'm more equipped for the job than he is yeah so if it helps you in any way it's, I just use it as like a line of respect. It's always, yeah, I try. And it, it's not because I respect that. Like, actually, I don't even respect it at all. It's just more of like, I don't know you, and I just want to be like a good person and just be like, hey, yes, sir. Like, if like you seem cool, fine. I can call someone, sir. Like, sir, you dropped this. But like, if they're like, are you going to do something? I can't be like, yes, sir. Oh, I don't do that. And I've never called, I don't know if I've ever called someone sir in an interview. Oh. Or ma'am. Maybe ma'am. I don't know. I feel like it's easier to say ma'am. Yeah. Maybe it has something to do with my dad. <laughs> I was going to say. That Bruh, would be it could. Yeah. Um, so Ain't when nobody you say growing a into sir blackness, to me. go back to that. I was white as hell. Yeah, but how do you grow into blackness? Uh. So you know how black people always have the same attributes sometimes like you could look at a black dude and be like oh he does the same shit as my friend in that situation because all black people react the same to certain situations that shit is like learned and grown into Hmm. okay it's weird so like even Terrell like does it like with the whole getting angry about you calling that shit. He didn't do that when he was five. Yeah, true. You grow up, you see the subtle bullshit that white people do that you can't do, and you get it's kind of like a, a a sharp edge. 
you get jaded a little bit because you're black. It's pretty much when you grow up around white people and you see their white privilege and you realize you can't do that shit. It, there's a fire that burns inside of all black people of anger. And I guess some sort of jealousy It's kind of jealousy, but like more of a, like a system, systematic jealousy. So let's just like, uh, you can get pulled over and not worry about dying. I've gotten pulled over twice in like the last, uh, year and it was just the most casual. Yeah. And you know, the story of me getting pulled over with a gun in my face. Yep. That's the shit that makes me angry. If that's what it is, you grow up into anger. I think that's truly what it is. The more you realize that you're black, the more angry you get at the fucking world for treating you differently. Yeah. Like, I will never be more angry than that night. Never. I don't think it's possible. Kristen could stab me in my fucking sleep. I couldn't be that angry. So a little, little, just quickie story, and you can jump in if you want. Miles and his buddies basically got pulled over because the cops thought that he was a drug dealer, even though he wasn't. It's just kids like lost in Swissville. It was East Pittsburgh. East Pittsburgh. We were from Swissville. Yeah. Just driving around East Pittsburgh. Trying to drop my friend off to see a girl. Yep. And uh, so then once I got pulled over, they, you know, like searched shit and pulled everyone out of the car. Turns out that every cop searched Miles and only Miles while his other friends just kind of got talked to. Yep. And yeah. Every only black kid in the car. Single one. I got patted down by at least five officers. My friend Shane got patted down by one. My friend Dave got patted down by half of one because they pulled his wallet out and saw that he had a military ID because his dad was in the Coast Guard and never touched him again. And if you don't believe me, look me up on Facebook. It's all posted there, and you can see Shane Rittenauer and I don't know if Dave ever commented, but Shane Rittenauer literally nope. That's your last name. Shane Rotroff. I was like, that's awesome. Yeah, Rotroff um, commented and was like, yeah, I remember that night. It was bullshit that that went down. He wasn't like, no, that's not what happened. And then he texted me. We talked for like three days. Yeah, if you don't even – if you want the full story and you don't believe that you know police treat black people differently – DM me. I will copy and paste it and fucking send it to you. Look up Miles Bennett on Facebook. DM me. I'll send it to you too. I had a cop friend because I posted, I screenshotted the first part of it and posted it on Instagram. I said, if you want the full story, go to Facebook. One of my friends who's a police officer in Braddock Hills texted me and was like, yo, I don't have a Facebook anymore. Send me the story. And we had a whole fucking conversation for like five hours about it. So if the cop can be on my side, everyone else should. You could be too. And that's not, and again, I know I'm white and I'm surrounded by it. So I know not all cops are bad. No, absolutely not. And all that shit. Actually, fuck that. You don't even have to say that because in the whole paragraph that I wrote, I really put, I put that. I've worked with two different full police departments and none of them that I worked with were terrible. But it's always the like white person cop out of like, well, not all cops are yeah. bad. Not all black people are bad. Yeah, exactly. Yet we get treated like it. That's the whole point. Yep. So, uh, what Actually, I encourage people to go read that. Well, I think they should. DM me. Um, so curiosity is getting to me here. Just, just as a white dude, what do you think are some of the simplest 
piece types of white privilege that that white people would even besides realize. getting pulled over and thinking it's like a meeting a police officer uh, yeah i mean or that actually w- having aspirations of being a police officer you don't have like black people don't have aspirations of course we do when we're kids oh, okay the the kid that Kristen takes care of yeah um, my boss met him and he said, when I grow up, I want to be a cop. And my fucking heart dropped. I was like, cause in f- 10 years, you're going to think the exact opposite. Oh yeah. Just because of growing into your blackness. Yeah. Yeah. Cause as a kid, you love cops. All kids love cops. They're so cool. They get to carry around a gun. They have a badge. They have sirens. What's not to love. And then you're like, Oh that's what not to love. Nine minutes on someone's neck is what's not to love. Um, other growing into blackness is like, or white privilege even. Oh yeah, it was. What's the sorry, the you, small white privileges that I notice? I actually had the conversation about this with uh, Zach's wife. Uh, yeah, because she doesn't think she has white privilege, or had she didn't. Her words was she didn't get to experience white privilege. Because she grew up like poor and all that shit, which I agreed with her a hundred percent, except for the whole she could get any job interview she wants, and she can get pulled over by cops, and she can go into any store she wants in the whole fucking world and be perfectly fine, whereas I can't I get followed I used to get followed in Kmart in Swissville, predominantly black Kmart in Swissville by secret shoppers. Secret shoppers? Yeah, they have those. They used to have those in Kmart. Yeah, especially People, in Swissville. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I found out when I worked there because one of my friends was a secret shopper. I was like, oh, you work here? I was like, shh. I was like, my bad. Chill. <laughs> like, damn, I didn't know you was following another black dude. Yeah, I, th- I thought about that a lot as well, where like growing up in a 99% white town, I didn't have to, I'll put it this way, I didn't have to execute white privilege. Mm-hmm. And I I don't think I'm the type of person that like has to execute it a lot if that makes sense because in my field like where like what I work is predominantly white already yeah and it's predominantly men as well and I've actually gotten beaten out by women with job like for jobs so it's just like which is good fuck white people <laughs> well it was a white woman who got the job, so. so. I've had a conversation about people not believing white privilege exists because they don't have white privilege. I want to make it clear to any potential listeners. White privilege isn't a personal thing. Like you don't hold white privilege over me. It's a systemic broad thing where if someone sees Jamar on a job interview and Josh, they're probably going to go with the Josh. Oh, my uh, my BBG said that when she has kids, she doesn't want to have their names to be too black so that they don't immediately get stereotyped. That's white privilege. Yeah. Even though I told her, a white woman, I want a dope name yeah. for my kid. I want a Tyreek. A white a woman Tyreke could Chard. name her daughter Chardonnay. And as soon as they saw she was white, they're like, oh, I thought you were black. I love Chardonnay too. Yeah. Like, oh. Riesling. But um, what other white privileges do you see? It's kind of every. So, as, all right, as here's a perfect. Name, right? Here's it's a crazy. perfect small white privilege and subtle racism thing that I was just talking about. So up at Cal U, everyone's racist. Um, 
not at Cal U, but everywhere around it. Like Uniontown's racist, Belverno's racist, California PA's racist, just predominantly. Yeah. Um, we went to KFC, which you would assume they would expect me there. I always like holding doors for people because I'm a human. That's nice. Mm-hmm. So me and my friend Jeff was at my wedding. Held the door for this white dude. He walked past me, then looked Jeff straight in the face. He was like, oh, my God, you're so nice. Thank you for holding the door, and left. To the point Jeff was like, I'm pretty sure that dude was fucking racist. <laughs> I was like, yeah. You think? Why? That's the, the small, subtle shit. It's like the older white people expect me to open the door and hold it. But when Jeff does, it's like, oh, my God, how kind fucking hate that shit yeah because back in the 1960s that was yeah. a, a bellhop that's what black. we got paid for yeah right mm-hmm. or pay, paid it was nothing probably he's probably upset i didn't make a subtle joke about how rich he is today oh you're looking you're looking mighty wealthy today mr johnson uh you know speaking of like yeah looking nice today the whole sunday's best isn't it like like that term is like a slave term i think yeah yeah, because did they dress up yeah. all the slaves on Sundays? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like church, that's one of those. Yeah, that's one of those things that black people took back. I mean, I think everyone kind of took back. Like you just look good today. Like you're wearing your best. You know? Yeah, but black people took it back because oh, okay. it was used for us. Okay, cool. same with soul food. That's the best thing about soul food is like, is the best food in the world. You know, mac and cheese is soul food. That would make sense. Did you know meatloaf was soul food? And ribs. Do you know what soul food originates from? What? Scraps that slaves would eat. Huh. That's oh. how... Think about ribs. No, but just, no, but no, just the terms itself, soul food. Yeah. Who would be like the solely types of, exactly. of, of a racy... Think, think about of ribs. Yeah. No right-minded person would take a whole, a whole pig and be like, you know what? Fuck all this meat. I'll take the ribs. Let me get the ribs. Yeah. No, it was here. You could do whatever you want this. We were like, all right, motherfucker, I'm going to hook this shit up. <laughs> Bet this Bomb. will be the best shit you ever Bomb. tried. That shit, I love teaching people about shit like that. That's more fucking white privilege. I don't know if it's white privilege, but it's subtle racism. I got into an argument in high school because this girl, it seemed like she wanted to be racist, but she was saying she wasn't racist because she literally was like, what have black people done? Like, why do you keep, because ar- I always got into race arguments. Yeah, me too. And she was yeah. like, what did black people do? Like, why do you always argue about this? And she was, I was like, uh, we invented a lot of shit that you don't realize. And she was like, I bet you there's nothing that black people invented that I use. I said, okay. Next day I came up with a list of 150 things that the daily person uses invented by black people, like the washer and dryer and the red light and the cell phone and the refrigerator, <laughs> all invented by black people. And the super soaker, and don't try to lie to me, not you, obviously, and say that you don't use the super soaker. Like, no one wants the fucking little toy squirt guns that you get. Yeah, the dollar store. You want the super soaker. You use that shit. But, yeah, that's that's my favorite thing to do is educate people on shit they don't realize what black people do. Did. I just, for some reason, I just thinking of, like, different black people inventing things. I don't know why it's not really funny. I just thought of the reading rainbow of Lamar Burton. <laughs> I don't know why I thought of Lamar Burton. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
We also invented reading rainbow, rainbow, bitch. I don't know why. Uh, Uh, That's fucking hilarious. I don't know why he popped up my head, but uh, shout out to Yeah, for real, though. Shout out Community. Oh, uh, you seen Community? Yes. He's also, I think, hosting Jeopardy. Okay. For like, you know, because they're doing the different segments and stuff. They should do Alfonso Romero, Carlton. How isn't it uh, Mario Lopez? Fuck Mario Lopez. Yeah, but we've been with him forever. He's the whitest Mexican person in history. Well, Canelo Alvarez is physically. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was actually told by my buddy that uh, in Mexico, if you're that white, you just get trashed the entire time. Like, not trashed the entire time. Like, you're not like... Yeah, I get that. But you're just made fun of because you're not Mexican. There's another thing that happened to me. That's probably another part of me growing into my blackness because maybe black kids don't have to grow into blackness. Yeah. But I got fun of, made fun of by black friends because I wasn't black. So you wanted to be black. They called me white. And maybe part of it was like proven that I was really black. I don't know. Hmm. But yeah, I used to get pissed. And I was like, yeah, whatever. My mom's white. So what? Yeah, that's a that's a fear of mine is like if I would have – black kids that inevitable moment where like if i had sons and they're black and i'm their white dad like there's gonna be this moment where it's just like like they're gonna test me on some shit and i'm gonna have to fuck them up yeah yeah but then there's the whole moment of you have to raise them as black men and that sucks yeah but i think i could actually holy shit you bear the sole burden of raising them as black men yeah, it's your responsibility to raise them as men because you're the man, and it's your responsibility to raise them as black because she's not from America. She doesn't know what it's like. Yeah, but I also it's not hard to do. You just got warn them. Well, that, but also, I have a good community of people around me. Yeah, that could educate me on that. Plus, I think I would do a pretty good job anyway. Yeah, so. me too. Just saying. Yeah, that's crazy. That or even women, you have to take on the roles of. Black and man as a white dude. That's yeah. hilarious. I'm literally might be like the Nelson Mandela of a white person <laughs> in Western <laughs> Pennsylvania. The white Nelson Mandela. Once you have kids, you're going to start talking like Al Sharpton and shit. <laughs> or, or Martin Luther King. Yeah. Well, listen, children. <laughs> what if I just read to them as like Martin Luther King at like the storybooks and stuff? Yeah, you should. One foot, two <laughs> foot, red foot, blue foot. <laughs> or no white foot black your foot. children are gonna be so fucking successful if you do that shit my kids are already gonna be successful okay good. yeah dope because you know like i i want to do the real parenting shit where like you want them to be everything you didn't <laughs> yeah and like is that a parenting thing that's weird yeah because you just want them to do better than how you did yeah yeah but like imagine like bill gates well, you hit what can he want for his kids? Just to not die. <laughs> <laughs> Live past me, yeah. and you're good. Yeah, just take this shit. I, I, you just dunked on the world. Like, what do you mean? You know, he uh got slack when his will got released. Why? Which I oh, don't know. How like, does a he, will get released? Like, they're only getting like one percent. Right? Yeah, yeah. Which is still you know hundreds of millions of dollars, but five hundred to be exact. That's insane. They get. $500 million. People are like, that's bullshit. They only get 1% each. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> Give me point zero zero one. Take it. Yeah, I'll take... Give me my 500K. I'll take 10K, dude. I'll take yeah. whatever. 
He could literally probably fund UBI for like three years. <laughs> What's that? Universal basic income. More. Yeah. The, the idea of UBI is kind of like semi-checks where like once a month we would get like $1,000. All of us. Why? To help. So the theory behind that would be to alleviate pressures that should just be kind of like a human right. So, for example, if your $1,000 is a rent a month, mm -hmm. like that's where you want to put your UBI to, uh, you don't have to worry about rent, so you'd be more, more likely to, to pursue things that you actually want to do instead of just trying to get money to stay alive. I don't know if I agree with that. I don't agree with it 100%, but I like it in theory. A good, yeah. a, good, a good example would be like, let's just pretend someone's like an artist, right? And they can only be an artist. 10 hours a week because they have to work two jobs because life sucks. They didn't get, like clearly they didn't go to college because they want to be an artist. <laughs> so yeah, I know a girl who went to shout out Polly. If she's ever out there, uh, she went to school to be an artist. And I was like, <laughs> Heather went to school to be an artist and then something else and then something else. And now she makes bank. Yeah. But, uh, not doing art. If you're working, if you're working those two jobs, just to get by, if the government gave you that would alleviate one of those jobs, jobs and give so you, you can more time truly pursue artist. it, and then you can get get to where you want to be. But here's the real question, okay. only for art, because I don't care about anything else. And this is a weird question: Can you be a true artist without that struggle of working two jobs? <laughs> well, that would be under, art comes from pain, is what they say, right? Well, that would be also under the theory of like, like realistically, would I even have a chance of being even remotely funny as a comedian because I'm not struggling financially. I mean, you can struggle in different ways. I mean, yeah, I struggle with my self image. So that's usually there how I stay go. funny. Yeah. Boom. That's but how Kevin Hart stays funny. If he wasn't short, that motherfucker would suck. Now, how but does Dave Chappelle stay funny? He's not anymore. First of all, don't disrespect Dave Chappelle. Like I'm that. not saying he's not funny. I'm saying that he's, as he's ascended funny. And now he preaches truth in a funny way. Yeah. He'll just be like, like he'll, he'll just lace it in there and be like, Oh, you guys just want me to talk about pussy for yeah. 15 minutes real quick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, I mean, we're, we're hitting about an hour. Is there any sort of other things? I wanted to close on this racist topic. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, what should I name this? Just, uh, right. White privilege or, or, uh, educating, educate a white person. What, what should I name this podcast? Black knowledge. Black knowledge? Blawledge. But not blawledge. Part, part, part one. Because yeah, part one. Because yeah. I want to end on this. Okay. For anyone listening that's like in any of these topics with like the whole feminism or black sensitivity, I am 100% against changing shit to accommodate a race or sex. Like Superman should not be a black dude. Clark, okay, let me clarify. Clark Kent should not be black. Peter Parker should not be black. Bruce Wayne should not be black. If they want to make a futuristic black Batman, what's whatever. Or like Miles Morales is a black Spider-Man. I'm cool with that. But how they were talking about Michael B. Jordan taking over as Superman in Justice League, if Henry Cavill didn't come back, that was a thing. That's dumb as fuck. Just because, oh, black people, they haven't had the fair shake. I don't give a fuck. Superman's not black. That's dumb. I just wanted to close on that. Yeah, you're, you're, real, you're realistic in the, uh, 
in where they drive like they're they, I don't want yeah they kind of like force it it's yeah it's you're issue you're overcorrecting like yeah. you're coddling like Supergirl if people watch that show I'm all for gay people and women power it got to the point where pretty much every character was gay and no more men were in the show and it, and it got to the point where Superman Superman left the fucking planet because he was like, oh, Kara is perfectly fine on her own. She doesn't need my help. She's better than me. Nah, nigga, that's what Superman's for. Tell her to leave. Go to a different fucking planet. You're Superman. I don't get that shit. I'm cool with him having Supergirl as a show, but it doesn't make sense to have Superman in the show and then be like, oh, she's more powerful than me. Also, you know, you could make a, a Batman character that is black and have the same sort of like parents die for whatever reason. And then who knows how he gets the money. And then, you know, you could make it interesting. Yeah. And then have him protect a city. Hancock. Yeah. Hancock's better than Superman anyway. Yeah, best superhero, right? They didn't have to give him the fucking Superman logo on his chest. I don't understand that. I hate when they fucking do that. Ghostbuster, the the Ghostbusters shouldn't have been all female, just because. Oh, female, females need their own movie. Or Ocean's like Bridesmaids Eight. was perfect. Really, I've never watched it. Is it great? It's hilarious. Okay, but they didn't make Hangover two, starring females, or a reboot to Hangover with girls, because that's dumb. Like it's it's kind of a way to be like, oh, girls deserve to be in movies too, but we don't trust them to have their own thing. So we're gonna. That's how I feel. People are like, oh, it's cool. They're thinking about doing a black Superman. It's like, no, they're just being lazy and not creating a black superhero because they don't believe he could be a good one. So they're like, oh, let's use this established superhero everyone loves and let's just make him black because we'll still make our money. Um, that's fucking stupid yep and i just wanted people out there to know i'm not on that side of the whole black empowerment thing well uh this has been a uh special psa from miles <laughs> bennett uh black knowledge part one coming out on top of our podcast is coming out every tuesday so be aware and uh peace out be aware be aware bye <laughs>